everyone to Wellbeing Wednesdays. My name is Courtney Weaver. I'm the director over at WellWBU here at West Virginia University. With me today, super excited, is Katie Eiler. She's actually the first student guest that we've had, so we're so excited that she agreed to talk to us, but she actually works over Campus Recreation. So Katie, welcome, and why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself and then your role at Campus Rec. Okay, hi, I am really excited to be here. So I'm a senior this year. I'm in the Everly College, but I work at the Student Recreation Center, and there I am an operations supervisor. I started out as an operations attendant, just running around, cleaning things, getting people what they need, spotting people, and then I moved up to an operations supervisor where I supervise the attendants on my shift and ensure that everyone is as safe as possible. Um, in COVID times, my role has changed quite a bit, so as with everything, you have to adapt and adjust. But currently, we have the field rec outside, which is the big refresh shipping container. And um, on my shifts, I go out there, I make sure everyone's wearing their masks, and we run out equipment, and we hand out the things from the refresh activities. Yes, I'm, we're, I am very familiar with the refresh activities, as I also often hang out in those boxes myself and hand out the, that stuff. So. <laughs> Awesome. So Katie, another cool thing about what you're doing is that, um, so last week we had Dr. Tara Halsey on and she is the vice president for health promotion and wellness here at the university. And their office is basically working with strategic teams, looking at the new WVU uh, wellness wheel and each component of that wheel has what's called a priority action team or PAT. Um, and you actually sit on the physical wellness one, correct? Yes. Correct. Awesome. So that's really important because it's always so important to get student perspective when you're doing these like university-wide initiatives. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the goals of the physical well-being uh, priority action team? Okay, so we have three main goals, um, and they are movement, nutrition, and sleep, which are some of my favorite things. So um, movement, we just want to get more people on campus moving, and including faculty, we think that's really important, and find a way to, I guess, track how active students and faculty are. And then we want to increase the proportion of students and faculty who report that regular movement enhances their emotional well-being. And then that's the same, the emotional well-being part is similar for all of the, the three points that we have. So we wanna make sure that nutrition is enhancing people's emotional well-being and that sleep is enhancing their emotional well-being. Because we believe that physical activity and your physical health is very, very important to your mental health. Yeah. So that's what that we do sense. at the moment, yeah. I personally am like sabotaging my own sleep patterns, I'm fairly certain, because I'm going to bed way later than I should. So, not good. I'm just at 5.30 in the morning, and so my sleep has been minimal, but I'm somehow surviving. Surviving, yes. That's the name of the game right now, just survival. <laughs> <laughs> and so... um. 
So one of the things that some of these goals that you sort of talked about out overlap with what my office likes to do as well with providing the health promotion and education and some of the programs that we've actually put into place during COVID. Uh, so for example, when you talk about nutrition, one of the goals is to increase the proportion of students who report eating five or more servings of fruits and vegetables per day. And one of the things that my office has done with the Wellness on Wheels project, which is just an Office of Student Wellness Initiative, is that we do breakfast on the go. And students think, oh, I just get free breakfast as I walk to class. But it's like, no, because we're giving you a piece of fruit, some protein, and a grain that'll help you feel full and help you stay focused in class. And it gives you a serving of fruit which is key because uh, we want to make sure that everyone gets those five servings of fruits and vegetables. Um, but yeah, I think the, the proportion of students who do that is slim. It's below 20% of students get those in a day, which is sad. And I think that it's hard to, especially if you have a meal plan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the truth. Cause sometimes if you, if you don't know where the more balanced food options are in the cafeteria, it can be kind of easy to slide back into maybe some old standbys that you always enjoy, but maybe you shouldn't eat, you know, for every meal that you have. So it's tough. Yeah, the most accessible things are delicious, but so bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it, everything in moderation. That's like, that's my motto, yeah, I yeah. think. <laughs> All right. So, um, Katie, you're like a very active student yourself and like physically active student. So what are some of the resources that you would know about that other students can help um, them to stay active? I cannot stress enough the WVU Go app. I think that that app is freaking awesome. It's, it's like the coolest thing ever. So you go on there and then it opens up a tab and then there's a tab for Adventure West Virginia. So you can see what trips are available. They have the group exercise classes. There's information about club sports and intramural sports. And then there are even job opportunities on there that you can find. I think that the WVU Go app just opens up a lot of resources. And so I use it to sign up for group exercise classes at the rec, which are available outside now in a limited capacity, but it's nice that they are available at the moment. Um, and then the rail trail, it's so close and so nice to run on. Right. And so how do students uh, download the Go app? Where do, they, where do they find it? So I have an iPhone. You can get it on the App Store. I think that it's a similar type of thing on Androids, like the Google Play Store or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, and then it's available for all like mobile devices and whatnot. Or you could just go on the Rec Center's website. If you just type into Google WVU Student Recreation Center, all of that information is readily available and updated. So say it rains and a class gets canceled, it's updated on there first. Oh, okay. Well, that's good to know. Uh, and then you mentioned when you were talking about your role at Campus Rec, because you're doing a lot with the refresh box and helping the folks who are working the box, um, that they rent out like fitness equipment. Could you tell us like what some of that equipment is and what students can use it for? Yeah, we have dumbbells that go up to like 45 pounds. And then we have kettlebells, we have core bags, we have yoga balls, we have BOSU balls, we have little small soccer nets. There is like a plethora of things that you could use for different um, workouts outside. The only thing is you have to have a mask. Uh, yes, that's very true. I think my our office is right by the recreation fields and it's tempting to just take off the mask when you're on there doing a kind of physical activity, but you gotta keep it on. That's the WVU way. 
and then when the equipment comes back, obviously there's like a, a cleaning routine that you take it through so that it's safe for the next person to use, right? Yes, we have a, an intensive cleaning routine. Every night we spray it with an electrostatic sprayer and then after every person we wipe it down at least twice. Awesome. Okay. So everyone can take comfort in that if they want to use the equipment that's available. So yes. <laughs> now for you personally, what have you done uh, to keep active? Um, my go-to workout is running. Uh, it's like my favorite thing to do. I think that it's peaceful and then somehow it, like mid-run my mind just goes completely blank, which is such a, such a nice feeling after being so stressed because of COVID time, school, etc. So I like to run, and I run just about every day. Um, I just finished my first half marathon in May, and I'm training for my first marathon now. So I have a pretty hefty training schedule that I follow, which brings me some structure and relief, <laughs> which is really, really nice. And is it true that you've done like a triathlon in the past? Yes, I have done a sprint triathlon in the past. I had another one this summer that was scheduled, but it was canceled. So it was moved to next summer, which I'm looking forward to, but I need to get back in a pool ASAP. Yeah, swimming is such, I, I love to swim for exercise personally, uh, but I haven't really done it in a while. But I too go running. I, use, I do running in quotation marks because um, I hate it, to be honest. Like, I really do. Unless you put a soccer ball in front of me and then I'm like, yes, all the running all the time. Um, so I always admire folks who can, because I've done like half marathons. I, I, by mile seven, I'm usually like, I'm finished running. I'm just going to walk the rest of the way. So I admire those who can make it the whole way through. <laughs> It definitely takes a special kind of person to be like, you know what I'm going to do? Run for two and a half hours. Right. <laughs> it sounds like a nightmare when you say it out loud. Right. Well, every time I f would finish a half marathon, because I uh, lived in Florida before this, and so I would do the uh, run Disney races at the Disney parks, uh, which are really fun and really well organized. Um, but after finishing a half marathon, I think to myself, I'd have to do this again right now and that would be the marathon and i'm like my legs i don't think could take it <laughs> my first one actually i ended up running more than 13 miles i ended up running almost 17 because i mapped out my route wrong oh no so my watch was like congratulations and i was like oh my god i'm four miles from home <laughs> and so i had to keep running because it was virtual and so i just kept going i was a mess <laughs> Well, you mentioned the marathon training and I know I've, I mean, I've never done it myself, but I know other folks who have. So how do you find time to do that training? Cause it's really intense cause you have to train to run 26.2 miles. So what do you do? So I plan it out in advance by week and I have like a weekly mileage goal. And then I'm just following one that I found on the internet, honestly, from like Livestrong, I think. And then, so it has a mileage goal. And then I just split that up as much as I can throughout the week. And I tend to be an early riser because my shifts are so early in the morning. So I like to run in the morning. And then Sundays, I think, are generally like a free day for most people. And they, they are for me. I, I don't really do anything on Sunday except for meetings at night. And so my long runs, I reserve for Sundays. And so I can block out like three hours there to run to catch up to my mileage goal if I need to. Okay. Oh, man, running for three hours. <laughs> That's just, <laughs> and do you usually run like at a track so that you can easily track the mileage or do you run like through like city streets or like on the trails or anything like that? 
I like to run at the rail trail. When I'm doing really long runs, I get a friend to drop me off at one point and then I just keep running because they have little signs, which are so friggin' convenient. They have little signs like mile one, mile two. And then in some places it'll tell you like when you're at a half mile and then they'll just pick me up like 10 miles down the road so I don't have to turn around and see the same thing again. Nice. Well, those, those are nice friends. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> just looking at the same thing when you run is like purgatory. That's, yeah, that's the truth. That's why I can't do it. I don't know how folks run for miles on end on a treadmill because oh, I'm really not even like anything. A <laughs> Every time I go on the treadmill, which is just to like walk fast uphill, I still have to, like, there better be a television in front of me that I can look at. And so, because just listening to music doesn't cut it for me. Yeah, something dramatic needs to be happening to make a treadmill seem okay. Yeah, that's that's definitely for sure. But in the winter, sometimes you got to do, that's like what you have to do because the weather outside is so crappy. <laughs> All right. So um, every episode, we sort of like to wrap it up with uh, a well-being snapshot. And so let's talk a little bit more about staying active in the time of COVID. So you mentioned already that the fitness class, a lot of some of the fitness classes are being held on the fields at, uh, that are outside of Campus Rec. Um, but what else can you recommend for students to stay active during this time? I know that especially for students downtown, it's hard to get to the rec center because the PRT is closed. The buses are cramped occasionally. And that if you have worries about COVID, then obviously you wouldn't want to do that. And so we do have like virtual fitness classes where you can just call in um, and join a class, which I think is really, really great. So we have those still going on and they've been going on all throughout quarantine. Um, if you go on Instagram, sometimes they do like live videos. So if you follow, it's I think WVU underscore campus rec, then you can do that there. So that's awesome because we don't use equipment for those. So you just need to show up with yourself, some sneakers and some positive attitude, maybe some adrenaline <laughs> <laughs> and, and do that. So I think that that's awesome. And then for those, the schedule for those maybe live virtual fitness classes, can they find that on the WVU Go app? Yes, everything should be on there. And then if not, it will be on the website and posted on our Instagram page. Okay. So definitely go follow Campus Rec on Instagram so that you can get all the necessary updates um, for their fitness classes. So, And there's such a wide range too. So it can... There's so many different options for the movement type that if you're like, well, I don't like aerobics, but you don't necessarily have to be doing aerobics. You could be doing, you know, an F45 or a yoga class or just a lot of different options. And even F45 has like some cardio days and then some resistance training days. There you go. Look at that. So many options for you. Well, Katie, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to talk to us today. We really do appreciate it. And to our avid listeners, really appreciate y'all tuning in as always. And we will catch you next time on Wellbeing Wednesdays.